Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, the second of two Monday night games finishes off with a Steelers 26-22 win. We spent the last few minutes talking about Deshaun Watson. Look, at this point, he's just a guy. Karma there. Yeah, Karma, you gave that guy all that money, and he is just a guy. We'll get to Kenny Pickett in a second, because Kenny Pickett is less than just a guy. 
Kenny Pickett is terrible. How dare you? Kenny He's Pickett a winner. Is terrible. Kenny Pickett and Zach Wilson are the same bleeping guys. They they had the same day, except well, Zach will threw a couple more picks in the fourth quarter. They each had one play today. They each had one. Zach had one play on Sunday. Kenny Pickett had one play today. Kenny Pickett is not good. And and Steelers fans just want to find ways to prop him up. Well, what about that drive in Week 14 when the oh we won? He was playing quarterback. You know, you would have won more games. Somebody else playing quarterback. Okay, quarterbacks come in and they flash. Okay, let's screw it. Let's yeah, do but, Kenny Pickett. But, no, but nobody it. made screw him. It. Nobody crowned him. No, 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 Every, all, no, 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 no. Kenny Pickett is great, and there's a lot it of. It wasn't people about being great. It was to, about no, he's, no, no. Get, he's getting better. No, no, limited turnovers. No, that's not getting better. Not throwing interceptions isn't getting better. That's in just, the NFL, that's the most important stat in no, the game. Most important stats are points on the board. And okay, well, I'm not throwing interceptions. Okay, are you putting? No, well, we're not scoring. But oh, we're we're not throwing interceptions. Oh, okay. I can get a lot of guys to not throw picks. That's not true. You can't throw a football anymore. You you can't throw a football more than two feet to me. I can, I can do it once. There. I can. Put you- I'm not as good as I once was, <laughs> but damn it, I got one throw in me. I could put you out there, and you would throw a pass. It would be a duck. It would land, and I would say, "Well, it wasn't a pick." I'm kind of like Tebow at this don't, point. Don't <laughs> don't don't confuse not throwing picks with improving as a quarterback. That's not because but, but the decision making. You're not forcing a throw. You're not putting the ball in harm's way. Yes, uh, is there the other side of that to where you're not trying to drive the ball? But you're just making excuses for him. Quarterbacks have to make plays. Yes, yes, but the point was, but as a rookie, it's the, did you show improvement? Yes. And then you have the offseason, and you're assuming some level of progression. I don't know that anybody crowned him. You just looked at the roster around him, kind of like we did with the Jets and, and what we continue to do for Zach Wilson. It's the same analysis. Roster around him is pretty good. As long as he doesn't throw up on himself, they should win their share of games. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's he's any good. Doesn't mean he's any good. The, the middling roster, guy, the at roster best. around Kenny. No, he's not even a middling guy. Like he's in the bottom three or four bottom, quarterbacks. He's better than Zach league. Wilson. In the league, Kenny Pickett is right there. He may be one tiny step above Zach Wilson. Oh, he's better just than because Zach he doesn't throw as many picks as Zach Wilson does. But he doesn't get the team in the end zone. Kenny Pickett is not good. Okay, yes. Can they, can they the stop last, force feeding the ball the last, to uh, Najee Harris? The last five, can we do not, that he's too? He's not good either, man. He's not good either. Get the ball Jaylen to Jalen Warren. Warren. Let's go. More dynamic, and not because I have him on my fantasy teams. No, but look. Kenny Pickett, you talk about the NBA as a make or miss league, right? The NBA is a make or miss league, right? It's, it's pretty. You could say a lot of different things. It comes down to it is a make or miss league. When you are a quarterback, you are it's a make or miss league. You either make plays or you're done. And Kenny Pickett does not make plays. He doesn't. He's not. He's a first round pick that has been given the keys to an offense that has pretty decent playmakers around him, and they should. He should be better than can, he is. Can we talk about if their OC better, though? If he was better than he was, if he was better than he. They would be scoring more. He would flash a little bit. There's been no flashing for Kenny Pickett. It was a big just, flash look, for 71 yards and a look, score. What one play? He had one play. Zach Wilson can, had one can play. We, can we talk about Matt Zach Canada? Wilson had one play. Matt Cat, offensive coordinator, not great. He's trash. I get it. Not great. But Kenny Pickett is still not accurate. Holds onto the football way too long. And this is this is not this is not something that has gotten better in the offseason. Yes, he looked great in the preseason. And the one thing I said was, okay, I told you Kenny Pickett stinks, but in the preseason, he did look like he had a little more command over the offense. Yeah. I gave him that. But now let's see what happens when the footballs fly for real. And what happens now? He's still wildly inaccurate. He still holds onto the ball way too long. He he throw and when he has guys why if he had guys open tonight, he hit them, right? Like Pickens is wide open. He has them. Guys that were wide open hits, but 
when he's got to get that ball in, in, a, in a tight window, he skips it. Yeah, but he gets to play the Raiders next. Oh. He played what, what were supposed to be coming into the year, two of the best defenses in the game, right? The, this was uh, I, I, the Browns. The Browns defense is okay. Brown's defense is all but you right. You got a disruptor. You've got you've got guys up front. And the 49 and healthy and the 49ers in the back, defense right? When is you good. talk about Denzel Ward, you talk about the, stuff. Yeah, but you talk about the first game, your first game you playing at home. First game's at home, a little bit more than, than you had. There. Oh, that he was, was better, guys. More than you had he was there. better than Deshaun Watson tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't, he was. He didn't no, throw as many interceptions as Deshaun Watson, as many turnovers as Deshaun Watson. But it doesn't mean. But it doesn't matter when not not turning the ball over doesn't mean you are good. You can't well, I'm be not a, saying that. You I'm can't say zero sum quarterback. The, the long road begins with the first step. He's and had the a first lot of time to take care of the Jason, football. Your he definition started, of good is whack. You said started, Zach Wilson is good. I never said that. You did that last night. No, no, I said Zach. Wilson was the best choice for the Jets right now. Doesn't mean I liked a choice, but it was the best choice. If someone says to me, it's like saw. What do you, what do you want it's like, for do dinner? Do I cut off my hand or yeah. do I kill the guys sitting next If someone to said to me, what, what do you want for dinner? Do you want like a really want to play uh, a game? stale piece of pizza that you can't warm up? Or do you want whatever Is that what Ale- you just ate? Or do you want whatever Alex Tyshirt brought for dinner? I would say, well, I guess we'll have the pizza. It's not a great choice, but it's still the best Tyshirt's choice. Tyshirt's a hell of a cook. What okay. are you doing there? He doesn't cook anything. He eats everything raw. Uh, Jason, you can't cook anything. Take all the vegetables. All the, all the vitamins come you out of You don't like sashimi? Nothing. No, what'd you say? Sashimi. 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 Shashimi, I, I don't think that's in that. Shashimi. I'm adding, I'm adding I don't think extra, you can say extra, shashimi. I don't think you can say that on the I, I did. You can't say shashimi. Shazam and sashimi. Shazam. Shazam. Sashimi. Sashimi, yes. None of that is close. I just like the extra. It's shashimi. Because it's close to Shut up. It's like I said to Pam this weekend, I just said, I said to her, I said, you know, if I was ever in a movie, I would want to play a guy with a Russian accent so I could say a last name like Shostakovich. Like, I would just want to say there you go. Shostakovich, Shostakovich. Well, you could be, uh, if they ever bring back that, that movie uh, or that show, uh, the guy from the E Street Band was in. From Winning Time? Winning Time? No, no, they can't. They they killed that off. And they ended it with a Lakers loss and a slideshow. Really? Really? That's, that's what you do to me? Winning Time. Look, it also should be, Kenny Pickett is not good. You can prop him up, and look, and I. A lot of people wanted to get into it with me all off season on in, in my timeline about Kenny Pickett. No, Kenny, but look at the growth. No, the growth was in the last five weeks. He stopped throwing interceptions, and the Steelers won some games. But you're a quarterback. You cannot be a zero sum guy at quarterback. You have to be a playmaker. Kenny Pickett's not a playmaker. He's not. He's not a playmaker. He's not someone who is ever going to break the top fifteen quarterbacks in the NFL. And the longer that the Steelers decide we gotta stick with him, the longer it's gonna be, hey, we're limited as a team. You need somebody that can make plays. And I know you don't you don't want to be the guy replacing a legend with Roethlisberger winning the Super Bowls and going through, but somebody's gotta do it. But man, I'll tell you, you have a good enough defense. You have enough players in theory on offense that you should be able to be a little bit better. And Kenny Pickett just slides by because hey, the Steelers win about half their games. Steelers don't finish under 500 so that's a thing. So you can always look at it as, boy, we just need that little bit next year. That the Steelers need, honestly, you know what they need? more than They need a 5-12 and 12 season. So they can go, boy, this stinks, we gotta move on. Because sometimes when you have those seasons, oh, we're 9-8, and eight, we're now, don't have a 5 season, 
Uh, you still think the, the well, you solution... Spend, you spend your time thinking you think about the, the breaks that just, would have made you 12 wins. Yeah, or, or you think the solution is just a, a minor a minor yeah. tweak here and there. And you put all your improvement into this season into Kenny Pickett improving. Well, I'm sorry. The guy didn't flash at all when he was a rookie. I told Zach Wilson did not flash at all as a rookie. How good are you going to be? Even Trevor Lawrence, as bad a rookie year as he had, he had a couple of games where he flashed. You get it right away. You can tell about a quarterback very early on. And Kenny Pickett's someone who has been dragged along and we're going to continue to prop you up like you're really good and Steelers Nation is going to find some kind of way to say see we won the game he didn't make as many mistakes that's not how you win you don't win in the NFL by saying my quarterback didn't make as many mistakes as the other one you win with your quarterback making plays that's how the league is it's a make or miss league for quarterbacks well part of it is where where our benchmarks are in week two it's the you didn't make a lot of mistakes you didn't make as many egregious errors as the guy across the field we won the game succeed and proceed now we start talking about winning in january well then yeah obviously we need that leap if we're going to start putting him up against the juggernauts assuming miami's healthy and still rolling assuming baltimore can somehow still cobble together 22 guys to play with the number of guys that are on their injury list already go on down the line cincinnati off to an 0-2 start and joe burrow you're not going to burrow head because they're going to have to rename it because he ain't going to be there and, and playing at this point. No game but, at Burrowhead. But, I mean, look at the rest of the AFC, right? You've got a, Buffalo, assuming they, they're they there, you're going to have to score points. So, yeah, the long term is you, you really need to step this up. Week two, you got a W. Succeed. And proceed. It's, but it's the same. It's the same. He was bad week one. He was bad week two, but you happened to win. So Steelers fans and, and the organization can go forward thinking, oh, we're just about to turn the corner. No. No, you don't just say he's not just suddenly going to well, be they, great. But then they still be ma- having all of these conversations behind the scenes of really need more out of this guy. And part of it, again, is a giant spotlight. You know, you're going to get the needle kind of conversation with Matt Canada as to, at some point, you've got to figure out some way to break this offense open as well. baby hands, too. It can be tiny little baby But it's been three years with this guy. And you're Mm -hmm. averaging, what, 19 points a game? It's not all on the quarterback. Like, once we get to year three, it's like, this this is all my system can bring you. We don't get a lot of explosive plays. But look, watching Kenny Pickett play, just take tonight, for example. And I realize, you know, we're doing the show as we're watching. But all the pass plays that Kenny Pickett completed, he had receivers who were open by a couple of yards. Sure. The Pickens touchdown, he didn't get touched. No. Right? It was a huge breakdown by the by the Browns defensively. Sure. He doesn't get touched. His other big passes, because Pickens caught four passes for about 100 and 110 yards. A couple of the times he found him, Pickens is open. There's no other defensive back near him. The plays where he struggles are the plays that make you a good quarterback. It's a make or miss league. When you have to throw the ball into a tight window, he skips it on the ground yep. or he overthrows it. So these are the plays that you need to make. You know, anybody can be a quarterback if my wide receiver is open. Hey, I can. Hey, you're you're open by five yards. I can throw that ball there. Kenny Pickett can't do that. And and he holds onto the ball way too long and winds up scrambling, trying to get himself in and out of trouble. And that's when he makes bad decisions. He's not good when he's got a adjust on the fly. These are things that make a quarterback good. These are things that push a quarterback from, hey, he's a guy in the bottom two-thirds of the league to, oh, this guy's a pretty good upper-level, upper-half-of-the-league quarterback. He doesn't make any of those plays. I've not seen one where, look at that ball Kenny Pickett threw. Tell me there's one play you can have. Look at that ball Kenny Pickett threw where he hummed that in there, it hissed in between two defenders, and he found Pat Fryermuth, or he found George Pickens, who was really covered. He put it in the great. There's none of those. When guys are open, he can hit them. Great. You know what? Even Zach 
Wilson and the guys were open. It's when you can throw it, and Zach Wilson, boy, has been in this conversation way too much. You're really but, bringing him back in but, way too much. But, but. I am gonna say that's 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 something that's easily seen for Pickett going forward, and, and it's still gonna be hey we one and one prop him up. You keep fooling yourself. Keep oh, fooling yourself. You got a good. I'm not propping anything up. It's the game to game. I don't know what I'm gonna get. Right? Do I get one or two jail breaks like this? That I'm feeling pretty good. They also had a call that was one of the more uh, quizzical of uh, week two on a. I catch, I don't even really, really set or do a football move that gets ruled a turnover. And when the official gets on the mic, it's like, yeah, that's an interception. It's like, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> and then they fumble it ahead 20 yards. So, I mean, you, you've got some chaos that rolls through. Am I uh, on the wait and see? Yeah, just because of the team. Does that mean he's great? Nope. But you can ride that wave of ways here in the National Football League. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen down the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. And it was Stephen Van Zant in Lillehammer that I was trying to get you overseas in to go Burrowhead. Burrowhead. They speak a different language. Lillehammer, Burrowhead. Did they speak Lillehammer and Burrowhead? Or did they speak Burrowhead and Lillehammer? Ooh. Weren't the Olympics in Lillehammer? Yeah. In the eighties? That's right. Lillehammer, yeah, right. Eighty eight? No. Eighty four. No. Eighty eight. No. Ninety ninety two. 88, 92. You're just going to keep guessing four year in. No, 88 or 92. I want to say Lillehammer. 94. No! That's <laughs> when they started to do that whole every two years thing. That screwed me on that question. It's an illegal question right there. It's a legal question. Just make sure Pam knows that for that's trivia the, night. That's the Kenny Pickett of questions right there. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hello. Live from the Tyrac.com studios. Uh, this in from Kevin Stefanski, Browns head coach. It's confirmed Nick Chubb is out for the season. One of the uglier in- injuries you will see in the NFL. Unfortunately, it's not an injury we haven't seen before. You think about Willis McGahee, uh in the Orange Bowl with the Miami Hurricanes. In the second quarter of a game in which Nick Chubb was dominating, the Steelers had no answer for him. Uh, what looked to be a very pedestrian run down the five-yard line, he stops and his leg bends backwards at his knee where you would not expect a knee to bend backwards yep. at. It was so difficult. ESPN, ABC wouldn't show the replay. This was what Troy Aikman and Joe Buck said about it after it happened. He was taken off on the cart. You can tell Nick Chubb very emotional. Uh, you can find it if you want to on social media. People, you know, wanted to be able to repost, repost this and go, oh, here's the here's injury, here's the injury. Uh, here's what it sounded like with the guys talking about it after it happened. One of the best players in the game is being carted off, and these fans here in Pittsburgh, I mean, so classy. They saw the replay. They groaned when they saw it. When Chubb got on the cart, they were chanting Chubb for Nick Chubb, and they gave him a huge ovation as he was carted away, got hit directly on the knee earlier in the game. Here's the play where Nick Chubb is hurt. The replay from the other side is not good to see. It's a direct hit by Minka Fitzpatrick. On a planted left leg right into the knee, and his knee just completely collapsed. Had to get carted off. Out for the rest of the night, and who knows how long. Uh, that was the call on ESPN ABC tonight from Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Now, the one piece of good news is that Chubb has been released from the hospital. He is traveling back to Cleveland with the team, so that's good. Uh, but uh, he's done for the season, and, and here's the rough part for Nick Chubb. You know, you mentioned earlier tonight, he's the best running back in the NFL. And he's such a big part of what they do on their offense. We can break down what it means and we can get wider with it in a second. But just for him as a player, this is the second time he's had a devastating knee injury. First time happened a long time ago. So you want to think, okay, it happened when he was in college and it was, you know, knee was rebuilt. All right. He's 28 now, but he is nearing the end of his run. Uh, as a star running back in the NFL, look, what happens? You get to thirty; it's how it goes. Well, a lot of miles, yeah. Right? I mean, a lot of look, carries. He's yes. not. He's one of the last time, bell cow guys. Not, yeah. Exactly. Now, because of this, like I don't know if he'll be on a football field again. Because as Jordan Schultz uh, tweeted out earlier tonight, NFL Insider, um, knee dislocation, worried about many ligaments uh, that are hurt, and the fact that he's 28, 
by the time he comes back, can he come back in a year? Can he come back for next year? Is he going to be the same guy? Does he need two years to come back? By the time he comes back, he's 30, and he's not the same running back that he was. This is a guy, again, as talented as he is. And look, from that most average NFL fan to the biggest uh, fantasy football fan there is, they know Nick Chubb is your number one running back. He's your guy. He's your guy. He's the guy. He's the best pure running back. Uh, it's very difficult for a time like this to see a guy who people also they talk about with with great things and a lot of things he does off the field. He's got a great reputation, and your heart breaks for a guy like that. Where because now you're looking at is he even going to have any more career in the NFL? Because look for Aaron Rodgers being 39 can talk about coming back from with a with a torn Achilles and okay I think that's great, but your body has something else to say. You have no control over that part of it. That's the same part here. You know he's going to want to come back, but I don't know, man. 28 this kind of injury it sucks, but that's the reality. Well, the other part though is in it's the unfortunate cruelty of the game is that a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers history is going to be giving it every opportunity to come back and play to earn his money continue change his game as he needs to right he doesn't move laterally like he used to and that was already part of the game that was starting to wane before this injury but now you look at for for Nick Chubb and we talk about the plight of running backs and I, and I use plight not um, not with too much sarcasm, but I, I think we played too many violins for them. I mean, you're yeah. still making a nice nice wage. It's just the window is shorter. And yes, you guys signed a terrible CBA that allows for the yeah. team control, whatever. But this is, again, like we talk about all the time, the, the strata and the variance of the league of the long tail of the guys that are in for a cup of coffee to one to two years. And then guys like Rogers Brady and the others that are there for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Right. And then there's a lot in the middle that have different concerns, consideration, which is why you would ratify these things. Cause you're not thinking about one position group. You're thinking about the whole right. And, and trying to make sure everybody's taken care of, but you know, for Nick Chubb, that's the problem is that yes, he'll have a chance to come back. But the guarantees and and the money and everything contractually, they had to get out already in the deal after this year. So now it's the all right, you got to work to get back and you got to prove it. And you're going to come back on a smaller, whatever veteran incentive laden deal will be that all the history, all of the great years that you've had since the last injury. I mean, those are those are a footnote to what the next chapter can be because you're not getting paid based on any past glory at this point. No, and and that's where this this topic gets bigger because this is now through week 2 of the NFL. JK Dobbins is out for the year. Mm-hmm. Right? Now Nick Chubb is out for the year. Saquon Barkley's out at least 3ish weeks yeah. with an ankle sprain. David Montgomery is out Probably for a while at least and he has weeks. had a couple of pretty really good weeks good until he got hurt. Yeah. Austin Eckler already missed Sunday's week two, and who knows when he's going to come back to play again. These are all some of the top running backs, all no, mm-hmm. all number one running backs, not guys who are, we're splitting time. We're doing these are all number one running backs, and to have this come at a time where running backs, hey, what do we do to get paid? Right, the whole off season of the conference calls, and what do we do to get paid, and how do we how do we wind up doing this? This is the other part that sucks about it for for running backs is that there's no way out. Because, look, when we talked about it, I I remember saying the only way for running back to get paid is to ball out 
and stay healthy and go year to year. Well, but you got to right? get through that initial right. rookie. Yes, and get through rookie that rookie deal. contract because it's somehow not a, it's not a great contract because right. you're not getting drafted high in the first round unless you're Bijan Robinson. And still, you have to worry because it's not all. It's it's not a. Hey, uh, this is money that is that is life changing and, and for, helps every. My well, it is, it, it, well, it is if you're good steward of it, but it's not the novelty right, check right. it once was. Yeah. Or uh, will be on the big second one. Yeah, so it's not so you you're not getting that kind of that kind of money. And and to get through that and get to that second contract is very difficult. And the best way to do it is if you're a star player, is to go year to year and ball out and stay healthy. That's all you have to hope for. Because you'll get money. If you're a star player, you will get money. You'll get you'll get money for a year, and then okay, we'll keep you for another year, another year, another year. And as long as you're healthy, you wind up making that. But the big thing is staying healthy. And that's why this sucks, is because with all of this happening now through two weeks, you're seeing almost a third of the running backs in the NFL. And oh, by the way, remember Jonathan Taylor is out, still out on the pup list, and he's fighting for a contract. Injury he's not versus paid, contract. Right? You know, how healthy is he versus how much is yeah. just a contract play. Yeah. All owners are saying now is, see, this is why we can't pay running backs, because they can't stay healthy. And it's a sucky part, because I get that part of it. They don't want to pay a player who can't play. I get it. But at the same time, it's, boy, there's there's no other way out for running backs. And if you thought, hey, if we had a bunch of running backs this year that were able to stay healthy and and produce, and after this year maybe open up some purse strings a little bit. Okay, well, the, well, you don't want to pay him. We'll pay him for a couple of years. We'll pay this guy here for a couple of years. We'll go here. We'll go here. It's not happening now because all owners are saying is, yep, they're patting themselves on the back going, this is why we don't pay running backs because the, the chance they have of getting injured is too great. Even when they're young, even when they're still in their prime, mm-hmm. the, the prize, nothing is helping them. And that's why there, there's no way out for running backs. As you mentioned the bad uh, deal. They took seven more years until they can figure no, out that's a better thing, way to pay running backs. Right? Seven they, more years. Now they're trying to do the uh, Florida State thing. We want out. It's like, ha. <laughs> Contracts till twenty thirty six. Well, in this case, it's just another seven years. But I mean, that's two life cycles of running backs. Yeah. If we do the average yeah. three years, and how many come in, get a cup of coffee, maybe get a run for a couple of weeks here with some of these injuries, and then go away. Right? And Ford had a huge game, huge run mm-hmm. comes in in place of Nick Chubb. What's what's his shelf life, Mike? In how term- long can a Ford really last, though? It's a, you know what? There's a lot of folks uh, in the Midwest that are not happy with you. TJ, right? maybe Ford trucks. Oh, this isn't about to come on. No, maybe. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a Ford truck, man. No, no, hang on. No, I got a good one because this could, this, this gets. There are no good ones. No, no. This gets two storylines into one Berman sentence. That's a what good are you one. Doing? Maybe, maybe Ford trucks could be ram tough. And maybe you could be looking at a Green Acres coming your way and a Ford driving out to the West Coast, DJ. See, did they say? No, it's good. I got Ford and Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam, well, Cam Akers. Trade all I to see, I there. See, I there. On the trade market. You, you, get, you get Cam Akers in, 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 he was in Cleveland. He confused as to why he was deactivated. Sure, sure. Confused the, as to why his coach doesn't like him. Even though Sean McVay said, we were very clear. We were very clear. Well, I don't understand why he said Yeah, no. But, um, but that, hey, that's the first team. I'm, seriously, that's the first team that's going to call the Rams and go, hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, what do you want for Cam Akers? No, I mean, you have to. Right at this point, you at least have to inquire. I'd also be trying to get as much of a backstory of what's transpired with Cam Akers going back to the beginning of last year. Because remember, he was in the doghouse. He was on the. He outro. was away from the team. No, but for that's a while. Just it. He was wow. gone from the team at the start of last year, and then all of a sudden becomes a pivotal cog. You have the injury mix there, and like all of that stuff. And it's like, okay, what? 
what is he? What's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes mm-hmm. that has this fracture? But through two weeks of the NFL season, you have 13 players that have averaged 60 rushing yards per game. 16 or 13. Yeah. 13. I mean, that that's nothing, right? Because <laughs> we, we look at the, the metrics to get you to the 1,000-yard rushing mark. That, that's not much. So we're already in the diminished returns based on workload splits. Now we have one of the true bell cows go down with an injury, ever shifting. Uh, owners and, and GMs looking around going, "This is it." Like, you know, and more data points to support. It. And there was a grievance today, yeah, about the yeah. holdouts and hold ins and everything else uh, about feigning injury. You know, during the preseason and ramp up to the to the season. I don't know how you prove it. I don't know where you find the Zabruder film to to help corroborate things, but. Certainly, that's the last thing you need is more uh, potential labor unrest surrounding this mm. by, by throwing out more lawsuits and, and getting into legalese two weeks into a season. Life for running backs, believe it or not, just got incredibly more difficult after the Chubb injury tonight. Didn't think it'd get, get tougher, but absolutely got tougher. Amazing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are not talking about Deion Sanders right now. We're not talking about Deion. We have Deion next hour. We do? We ne- yeah, we got Deion next hour. Deion's a big deal. Everything going on is a big deal. You see my new haircut? It's a big deal. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. You want to talk about the Bears? We talk about the Bears instead? Talk about how great the Bears are? Oh, how awesome they are, and how you allowed me to be led down a road of thinking the Bears were actually going to be decent by just not saying anything. Look, I was the old man on the porch telling you not to go into the woods, not to go to that campground. I reversed the roles this time, and you ignored me. You You said, I'll take that three Cokes and a bag of chicken, and I'm going down this road. Get out of my way. Why am I taking three Cokes and a bag bag of chicken? chicken? What is is it raw or, or, or is it three cooked? cokes in a bag of chicken? Tell me it's raw. It's either that or a bucket. It's a you bu- can go to a bucket. You're taking three cokes. But then that kind of goes straight and to a bag a particular of chicken. How much for a bag? Chicken? How much? What, what, what denomination do you sell your chickens in? We sell them by the bag. You want a bag of chicken? You sell that like you it's raw. Bag of chicken. You want a bag? That's of chicken? how I would do it. You get a bag of chicken with a head in it. It's a little bit less than a bag of chicken without. Maybe a head. you get more legs in this one without because it's all by the bag. It's all the bag of chicken. I'm gonna get a bag of chicken. Point <laughs> is, you it's your own damn fault because hmm. I explained it to you how poor. And how poorly that offense was going yeah, to play. It was, it was it was bad. You could have done a little bit better job, though. But I, I, I digress because I, I want to ask this question. Because here's a... Yeah. We know we're getting uh, another couple of weeks of, of dual Monday night games. Yeah, we are. Now, hopefully they're better than, you know, Panthers Still Saints. football. Yeah, no, I get it, I get it. It's like chicken um, and uh, nocturnal activities. I, I, Sometimes I, done in the morning. And you, Even if it's bad, it's good. Bag of chicken. Wrong uh, with the bag 7-15... Kickoff, eight fifteen kickoff. Uh huh. I liked it. Staggering, absolutely. I yeah. I, I in theory, I guess I would have liked a four thirty kickoff and a seven thirty kickoff. But the NFL is saying, "Why are we kicking off at seven thirty? That's half the country's not going to watch the game. Why? Why are we? Why are we physic? Why? Why are we doing that on purpose? Notice how that's gone right now. That's all gone. Right. We're, we're not going to kick off just for the West Coast. Why? Because it doesn't help us, and and lots of sports are figuring that out. It's why you see kick off, uh, tip offs for NBA playoff games on the West Coast at six o'clock now. Why not seven thirty? Yeah. People can't get home from work. Nope, no, no, no. We don't care about people getting home from work. We got to make sure people on the East Coast are watching games. But I got to say, I don't mind it. I don't mind uh, getting the end of one game and then the beginning of another. All right, like I don't I, the seven fifteen kickoff. Okay, you're, you're kicking off some that that's fine, and then you're getting me the eight fifteen kickoff an hour later, so I can see the vast majority of whatever game I want to watch, and I can mm-hmm. watch the end of the first game, and then not have to worry about missing the end of the second game. Okay, I might go a little bit. I might be a little bit happier with it. Say it's a seven fifteen and then a, an eight thirty, just because tonight's game happened to be long. For right, yeah. I mean, you game. had a, so you could have had that game of circumstance yeah. that made this thing drag out forever. Maybe another fifteen minutes of of, of game of, of time between kickoff would give you enough chance. To, okay, just in case something happens, where I can watch the end of the first game and not have to worry about missing any of the fourth. I can watch the whole fourth quarter, of the last game. I don't mind this. I, I, I initially thought I said, oh, I like the four thirty, seven thirty, but this four fifteen, five fifteen. I thought it was fine. I liked it. I got no problem with it. I stagger them. And, and give me two games a week if, if this helps in the processing. And, and I guess we, we go through the wear and tear, travel schedules, all those things that we moan and complain about. We total up travel time and everything else through the, the year. If this works, 
and this is something that the NFLPA can get behind a little bit, why not? Why not? I mean, you got a full slate on Sunday. Grabbing one game and and throwing it in, into the Monday night window, there's always something special about it, right? Like having, if you had a second Sunday night game mm. instead of, you know, eight in the early window. Why do we always have to have eight or nine games right off the jump? Uh, you know, Sunday night's different. I think if I had to do, go through two Sunday night games, that would be too much for me. Because I want to sit back and go, okay, here's where fantasy ended. Here's what I need. I want to read about what went on in the late games. And and, and, get, and if I have to keep track of one game, now I can watch one game on my iPad while I'm keeping track of everything. Uh. But to try to watch two games, and no, no, no. I, 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 after the games are over, I need to read about what was said and what was said here. Oh, for what fantasy here, purposes, what was doing it doesn't end on Monday. So you right. Right, but, but I want to see. Game. No, because I want to look and see. Okay, who had big days? I had to look at picking up in fantasy. Who had a lot of touches? Who had a lot of targets here? I want to see what was said. Did somebody get hurt? What they want? I want to. I want to go game by game. But to keep track of two games is a little bit more. A little bit on Sunday night. Just give me the one game. Let me relax a little bit on Sunday night. Give me the one big. Yeah, game I mean the Sunday it. game was too competitive this time. I didn't get to tune out in the first yeah, quarter yeah, like last week. Yeah, that would have been easier. Man, I really, really yeah. had to stay up and 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 fight the the yeah. Sandman a little bit because yeah. I'd been up all day from getting nice. in early. Here at Fox Sports, Radio. what the Dolphins had to do in the second half. Wow, we got a little bored there in the second half. Got, got we got to fight through the doldrums yeah, here. Got, got to fight. Guess through. what, guys? <laughs> we get two games next Monday night too. We get the Eagles at Bucks and the Rams at the Bengals. Mm. I thought the, I thought the Jets are replacing both of the those. The Jets games. don't play in primetime. Uh, <laughs> the Rams and the Bengals. Twitter and how about a fresca Nakua. Mike at Swollen Dome. <laughs> Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Carmen. Coming up next, why Deshaun Watson should not have been allowed to finish this game. This is Fox Sports Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.